one of these days you're going to be far, far away from home and you're not going to know anyone. You want to get a family real quick, you walk into your <laughs> local community theater. Mm-hmm. So you just step walk in and you say, you need somebody to help paint a set, you need somebody to do a prop, you audition for a play, you know, it's you do yeah. it and you will have this group of friends for a very, very long time. It'll be yeah. special to you, you know. Welcome to our final episode featuring the musical Assassins being performed by the Musical Theatre Guild of Butler two weekends on April 5 and 6, 11, 12, and 13 at the William H. Leonard Performance Center in Memorial Park. The rehearsal space is slowly turning into a performance area. In just a few days, the space will transform into a theater, a production center featuring actors and a full band. Live music, song, and scene will replace the bare risers and cold, empty chairs, just as the actors begin with nothing memorized, no movements created and songs learned, they end up polished and ready for an audience to see their story unfold. Today's conversation is with Bob Dandoy, a long-standing active member of the Butler community. He has been involved in the Butler Downtown organization, is currently running for Butler City Council, and has been involved in community theater for decades. Listen in as we discuss why this show is important now and probably always will be an important play in any community theater and why community theater is a support system for so many people. Bob Dandoy, and I'm playing the proprietor. And what is his character? The proprietor is, you know, you can look at it 20 different ways, I think, you know. Uh, Probably most clearly, traditionally, he's this little bit of evil that uh, lurks over everyone and does little things to entice these men and women to do the nefarious acts that they eventually do. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why you, you see him at the beginning of the play. He's a real tempter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this song that I sing at the beginning of the play is, you know, so you feel like a loser in so many words, you know. Things aren't going good, right? You know what you got to do? You got to shoot a president, you know, <laughs> that'll make you a big man, you know. And he, he pumps them up like that. It's like he the evil voice in their head. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, he's that little, you know, standing yeah. up there on their shoulder and saying, you know, yeah, you do it, do it, you yeah. know. Um, and in another sort of little, a side comment, he's also the one that supplies them with the guns, you know. So I, I think in a way it's it's an observation of him as a, and this gets heavy, but as a manifestation of society and some of the values that we have there to look and say, this is important to be a big, big man, big shot, um, because there are women, um, is to, you know, have a big gun and kill somebody important and make you important and, you know, mm-hmm. that's that. Uh, that sort of mentality. Yeah. So this show has guns in it. Yes. But that shouldn't scare audience members away. Well, no. I mean, it makes you jump out of your seat. <laughs> <laughs> it if will scare if, them. If, if you've ever uh, been uh, at a show 
where um, you know guns go off, you know it, it it does you know startle you. I think you'll know it's coming. But yeah, I mean it's obviously it plays assassins, right. so right. there's going to be guns, and that's what it's partially about. But I don't think that that's what the theme is that's hammered home. Is right, the gun exactly. Itself. Yeah. And not the violent part of it either. Right. So no. it's not a particularly violent play. I mm-hmm. mean, don't don't get the idea that what you're coming to see. You're not seeing a light breezy comedy. You know, this right. is a Rodgers and Hammerstein. Um, <laughs> it's it's a heavy play. It's a dark play, but the darkness does not come from the violence. Um, the 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 physical violence. It's the violence in their head. It's the mm-hmm. despair. It's the the. Um, the, the negativity that is in each of these people's minds and hearts and souls and how they feel frustrated and put upon in life and and how that manifests itself, how it comes out yeah. in them. And then they become very, very antagonistic and very evil. Right. Um, what, what role do you think specifically uh, performance art has in a violent world? Or in just the world, in, general, in the world that we're living in. Right. Well, I think that um, one of the things that that art should do in general, okay, Shakespeare says it, to hold a mirror up to nature, okay? And I think it does that well. It should make us reflect upon and think about what is going on in the entire world around us. I just read a, a great little article, I think it was on Facebook or something, about the Three Stooges, okay? <laughs> and how the Three Stooges at one point, when they were first getting off the ground, they put them in these movies, but you could always, um, it was always the Three Stooges against the upper crust of society. And of course, they came of age in the dark days of the Depression. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to see the Three Stooges. Well, one of my favorites was... Um, there was one where they were plumbers, and they ended up <laughs> destroying this society matron's home, all right, being plumbers. And you don't want to see them do that to some, you know, poor, down-on-their-luck waif, you know, or elderly woman or family that's living on Skid Row, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. That's not funny. But no. you do it to a matronly woman who thinks she's pretty high and mighty, that's funny. You're bringing them down. And so even a Three Stooges short... Yeah. You see them trying to reflect what is going on in the greater society. And so I think that's what's going on with um, all theater, mm-hmm. definitely. I mean, I, I think you can make the case from the lightest, fluffiest, silliest play you've ever seen to, you know, Death of a Salesman and all the other heavyweight stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, they are saying something about the world in which we live. And certainly with Assassins, um, and it's not one that's done very often because it's not very cheery and bright um, but it does say something about this world where we've, we we don't know if embrace is the right word but um, where this this violence is stimulated okay um, and um, and thus proves the point as to why this now is going to enjoy a revival in mm-hmm. New York is because mm-hmm. it you know it, it strikes home you know yeah. and I think it's important to note here too before anybody gets this idea that if you're thinking about coming to see the show well I don't want to go to see a show that glorifies right. these people okay mm-hmm. um, somebody called me today and wanted to know they can only remember John Wilkes Booth and Harvey <laughs> Oswald right what other assassin right. you know yeah. I said well there's 
there's a whole bunch of them. And even if you know your history, you know that four presidents were shot and killed. But there were a bunch more that were... Almost killed. Almost killed. <laughs> you know, probably the most infamous of that group would be John Hinckley, mm-hmm. um, I would think. Um, but in any event, uh, this doesn't glorify these people. Yeah. You know, this isn't You're like, right. wow, well, there are heroes or something like that. Mm-hmm. No, it just tries to kind of crawl inside your head and say, yeah. what would ever possess you yeah. to do this? You know, yeah. so... You are running for Butler City Council. <laughs> so you're a big part of the community already. You were part of Butler Downtown. Why do you do community theater? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been my life since I was a kid. Um, literally. I, I went to see um, one of the high school plays. I remember my mom took me to a couple of like, children's theater things. Mm-hmm. And then one day she... Dropped me off, and it was good babysitting. <laughs> Here, go watch this play in an afternoon. Butler High School, this is many, many years ago. They were doing My Fair Lady. And I sat, and I was just a kid. I just sat and watched this and said, Wow, I would love to do something like this someday. And because um, that wasn't anything that, you know, I, I had a, to be generous, middle class upbringing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I, this wasn't part of my world, my parents' yeah. world. They love music, but not necessarily the theater. And so when I um, saw this, I just knew, oh, wow, I really want to do this someday. And then in high school, um, different people, mentors, um, certainly um, musical theater guild related, uh, Bill Leonard mm-hmm. and Ron Lockwood um, were teachers of mine. And they, you know, kept pushing me along. And I kept getting parts until finally I went away to college and studied theater. And one time entertained the idea that I might be a professional in this world, but that, you know, I decided yeah. not to do that. And uh, it still, number one, gives me that outlet, that venue for that that creative side of me, that, mm-hmm. that part that likes the art of the theater, of mm-hmm. doing this. Um, I also meet incredible people. I mean, the closest friends of my life are through the theater. And it's it also contributes to that, you know, when you go back to things like working with Butler Downtown and, mm-hmm. and, and the city council and all the other groups that I've worked with in town, when people say to me things like, there's never anything to do around here. <laughs> and I just yeah. look at them in, with this incredulous look on my face because, right. you know, and then you start the litany, you know, have you ever been to Musical Theater Guild? Have you ever been to Little Theater? Have you ever been to the um, Symphony? Have you ever right. been to the Arts Center? Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever, have you ever? And they yeah. just say no. And I look at them and I say, shut up. You know, I don't want to talk to you, you know, because there's just wealth in this community of all these great people doing all this really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's just, it's just been a way of both a personal artistic satisfaction, but just personal friendships and everything mm-hmm. that I get out of it too. So and I think that's why anybody does it. I was a high school teacher. I used to tell my students that I worked with in the school plays and things, well, maybe none of you will ever, you know, be yeah. big Broadway stars. <laughs> but one of these days, you're going to be far, far away from home, and you're not going to know anyone. You want to get a family real quick, you walk into your <laughs> local community theater. Mm-hmm. So you just step walk in and you say, need somebody to help paint a set? You need somebody to do a prop? You audition for a play? You know, it's... You do it, yeah. and you will have this group of friends for a very, very long time. It'll be yeah. special to you, you know. So, 
That's true. That's a great point to end on. It is. Thanks, Bob. You're welcome. Thanks Good luck for... on your run. Thank you. <laughs> I can't wait to hear. Uh, I'm I wish I'd sure lived in the I, city. I need luck I... or my head exam. We'll, uh, we'll no, see. No, it's a great thing. It's yeah, a great well, thing. I hope to help out the community. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really right. cool. Thank you. Thanks. <laughs>